October the 18th, 2002. J. Sehenger Bekal affair ends with an eviction and restraining order. This photo was from his LinkedIn profile in 2018 because I have no photos of Jay from 2002. After breaking up with Peter Kent, I met Jay by Cal on Match.com. He lived in Orlando, so it was a long drive for me once or twice a week to be with him, and he rarely drove over to Tampa. I was living at the island. He was Turkish and called himself the Cotton King, saying his father owned Sanko and had sent him to the U.S. to be his primary buyer. Jay had asked me to marry him within three weeks of meeting me, and that should have sent up a red flag. I was so impressed that he wanted me to turn the sanctuary over to my daughter and come be with him. I had come to feel that all any man wanted was me for monetary gain. He lavished me in gold and jewels and became increasingly paranoid and jealous. I wouldn't leave the sanctuary, so he moved in with me and brought all of his furniture within a month or so of our meeting, so he would know where I was at night. It got worse, and he started insisting that I not go to work at the sanctuary and began worrying that my daughter and family were going to come between us. He was very rough with me sexually and just kept getting weirder and weirder by not letting me leave the house. When he said he'd kill my daughter and family so they wouldn't be a threat to his relationship with me, I knew I had to end it. The only way to make him move out was to file a tenant eviction, even though he paid no rent. He didn't take that well. I got a restraining order after he dragged me by the hair with a nine millimeter Glock pistol to my head. It took that much violence to get the order. I waited until he was out of the house and had the locks on the house and the gate changed. When he called me screaming, I told him that I'd ship his furniture back to his house in Orlando on my own tab, but I never wanted to see him again. I told him that threatening to kill my family was the last straw. I'd put up with a lot, but I wasn't going to be with someone who would hurt them. I hoped that letting him know that would protect them from any retaliation. I shipped his stuff back to him, including every piece of jewelry he'd ever given me, which was considerable. I filed a tenant eviction on him on October the 16th, 2002, in case number 02-CC-025052, and the next day, I had to get a restraining order against him due to his violence on October 17, 2002, in case number 02-DR-017308. The court records have been destroyed, and I don't know how or if it's even possible to get a copy now, but the end result was that he was out and couldn't come back anywhere near me. I didn't know it until years later, but in retaliation on October the 18th, 2002, he filed, falsely, for a restraining order against me. It was denied the same day because the judge said there was no threat, and I never actually saw a copy of it until 2020 when I pulled it off of one of my critics' websites. I guess he figured it would be a lasting way to cast doubt on my integrity and innocence. Hillsborough County Official Records Book 12139, page 167, on October the 18th of 2002. And this shows the restraining order. 
And then in my diary, I list his phone number, his home phone number and his cell phone number, but I'm not going to put that online. A 2006 background check showed that he had been arrested on May 5, 1993, in case number D753712 in Horry, South Carolina, on felony charges, which were dropped in 1995. No further information is available on the report. On May 10, 2006, he was arrested for stalking in Sanford, Florida, case number 2006-MM004516A, 006 while still living at the Crystal View Drive, Orlando, Florida address. He, and I have the full address there, but I'm not going to put that out there either. He had some charges for drug possession and traffic violations since then as well. Not exactly a credible witness against me.